Hi, I'm Brittany Bly. And I'm Anna Marie Newell, and welcome to Pilot Lights. The podcast brought to you by two highly unqualified adults who break down pilot episodes of new and old TV shows. And just so you know, this podcast comes with a permanent spoiler alert. Welcome back, listeners. This is Brittany Bly, and you are listening to Pilot Lights. Um, yep, and Anna Marie's here. Yeah, hey, Anna Marie. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> and we have a really special guest on today. Anna Marie, do you want to introduce our guest? Even oh. though she's, hold on, even though she's sitting right next to me, but <laughs> I think, yeah, you should introduce her. Yes, listeners, this is my favorite episode so far because our guest host is the lovely, magnanimous, beautiful, intelligent, our baby, Camille <laughs> Fitzgerald. How long were you working on those adjectives? It just, you know, it like came to me. Divinely inspired. There you go. You know, I'm I am truly honored to be here. I'm not going to lie. I'm also a little nervous. I had a dream about it last night. (laughs) (gasps) Wait, I want to know about this dream. I mean, I don't remember much of the particulars because I never do when it comes to dreams. But we were recording and we were in some like public space. Like we we were surrounded by people (laughs) and we kept getting distracted. Like Brittany would leave the room to go do something and then we would just talk and then we would like keep going and then you would leave. It was it was a disaster. Oh, well, Well, let's hope that this one is not like that. Yeah. I mean, we have the door shut, so I think we're off to a good start. We have the door shut. It took us about 10 minutes to get the microphone situation set up. Jeez. Also, you're probably going to hear a dog barking in the background because I forgot to close my window. Or Danny. Yeah. Or Danny. Oh, Danny. (laughs) Oh, Danny boy. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about how we know each other. I think we've kind of given this, like, spiel. And why do we call you our baby? Do you remember? Honestly, I don't, other than maybe I'm the baby amongst she, all of us, age-wise. Mm-hmm. Well, but also, I was—I probably acted the youngest, too. No. No, I that's don't. not true. <laughs> all I know is that I was gone during the pandemic, and your Brittany came to come pick me up to drive back with me. And all I know is that you said, bring our baby home. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. You were in Montana, super far away. Our lives were depressed. Sad. depressing okay and then cammy was i mean Brittany was waking up at three in the morning or three thirty. it was like crazy early i get out of bed i i can't even open my eyes i walk into Brittany's room i really wanted to sing the song from les mis where is it the priest no it's jean valjean Okay, see, I don't even know. I don't know it that well. It was so early and all I said, I just like laid a hand. You hugged me. Oh, I hugged you and I just said, bring our baby home. (laughs) (laughs) Because yes, you are the youngest, but like in no way do you act the youngest. (laughs) That's me. You know how they use like terms like daddy and mother and stuff like that? You're like baby. You know? you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. I think there's far worse things to I be called. I think so too. Okay. I want 
Kiami to like introduce herself or to or tell tell our listeners about yourself. I mean, I can give you my like 10 seconds spiel. I don't know if they're too interested, you know, where I grew up, but was a Pacific Northwest baby. <laughs> Amongst other babies. <laughs> Amongst other babies. Um, <laughs> went to school in Utah, got my accounting degree, moved to California, moved in randomly with Anna Marie, mm-hmm. instantly became friends, bonded mm-hmm. over food, <laughs> TV like shows, yeah. I don't know, anything. Yeah. Garlic knots. Garlic oh. knots. Oh, yeah, garlic definitely knots. garlic knots. I don't get it. Um, Brittany moved in. We became a little trio. Mm-hmm. Um, and now here we are. Now I'm guesting. I'm a guest on the most famous podcast I've ever <laughs> yeah. been a part of. Pilot Lights, not the worst podcast out there. <laughs> That's our tagline. <laughs> Pilot Lights, not the worst podcast. Okay, Cami, I came up with some questions to answer for you to answer. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, what? Since obviously we talk about um, television shows, what would you say is like one of your all-time favorite TV shows? Um, well, it sure isn't Seinfeld. Spoiler <laughs> <Wow>. alert. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, you know, I feel like I love some good reality TV. Mm, like mm-hmm. I do love reality TV. So that's probably like half the stuff I watch. But I also love a good thriller, drama I feel like I'm just less into comedies, which is maybe mm. why I made that comment with Seinfeld. I already <laughs> scoffing, but um <laughs> But, you know, like Survivor, Bachelor, any of those types of reality TV, anything Bravo, like, I always enjoy. Mm. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to, like, drama and comedy, it's like, I love Ted Lasso, Severance, Succession, <laughs> yep. Bridgerton, you know? Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is, like, your Venn diagram with Anna Marie? And what's your Venn diagram with me? Mm. Well, I feel like it's easiest to determine with Brittany since we've lived together the past two years that's true so like everything we watch is our Venn diagram oh that's true (laughs) get it you get it Um, (laughs) I feel like it's anything minus like Rick and Morty is probably Mm -hmm. our Venn diagram yeah adult cartoons yeah yeah and really gory stuff and scary stuff I can't do anything too gory more so than Anna Marie but yeah not quite on (laughs) Brittany's level no with Anna Marie I don't know. We haven't watched TV in such a long time. I'm having okay, a but struggle. Movies. movies. I feel like you're anticipating something and I'm not coming up with it. In a million. <laughs> I mean, I love a good rom-com. So mm-hmm. Miss Congeniality. So anything with that type of energy of a show, we definitely mm-hmm. that diagram of. Yeah. Or like anything like musical dancey, I'm usually a fan of. So That's like true. when you guys did Smash, it's like, sure, I fully enjoyed that. I watched yeah you watched it with us yeah or i think like you've seen glee or like parts of it right at the beginning no and on my time hop with glee there was it comes up every year where i like it's like a post on my sister's page where it's like oh the soundtrack just came out or no 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 no. it's a post where it's like who's the main guy again what's his name finn Finn. no the teacher oh good job shooter Schuster, the season finale or whenever when he finally kissed the teacher, like I made some oh. Facebook post about it and it's like so embarrassing now looking back. But I mean, I'll listen to a Glee soundtrack every once in a while. Did I finish the series? No, but no, we definitely have that in common. Like we enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's Cammy. 
you guys now can put a voice to the name because we uh, talk about Thanks for coming on our podcast. Thank you. I mean, thanks for mentioning me every episode. Every episode, really. It's true. true. Okay. Um, Anna Marie, should we... Uh, Actually, ladies, should we <laughs> should we talk about uh, our uh, show today? Yeah. The show, if you didn't get, catch it already with Cammy's comment and the title of our episode, is um, <laughs> the pilot episode of Seinfeld. We're going all the way back to 1989. Slash nineteen ninety one. Neither of you were born. That's a true nope. statement. That's okay. okay. Keep going. That I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Seinfeld. I mean, I feel like even if you haven't like seen the show, I feel like everyone has heard or like kind of knows about Seinfeld, right? Yeah. Maybe not super young people these days. I mean, I feel like you're directing this towards me and <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, I knew I knew of Seinfeld. I recognized the theme song and I've heard of Kramer, but I couldn't tell you that it was necessarily about stand up comedy. Oh, wow. Oh, gotcha. Okay. She really um, I really knew nothing going into it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Then I'm excited to hear what you thought about it. I mean, I probably just means i had a depraved childhood i don't know <laughs> your parents had sophisticated taste in tv shows we watched who wants a million who wants to be a millionaire oh, yeah. instead yeah that was a good one that is a good show also that was the 2000s so <laughs> well i wasn't watching tv in 1990 oh, you okay we get it uh you're okay. younger than us you're our baby so um seinfeld is a sitcom and um created by larry david and jerry seinfeld oh the titular oh, character. Okay. Do you like that? Yeah, nice throwback. <laughs> Have we confirmed that's actually how you pronounce it? No. Well, I yeah, it is. Okay. I have confirmed it because I said so. And uh, so here's a little, are you ready for the blurb? Mm-hmm. This is IMDb blurb. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Gee. The continuing misadventures of neurotic New York City stand-up comedian Jerry S- what? <laughs> Who's th- that's a show I've never heard of. Steinfeld. <laughs> okay, try that again. Can, Take yeah. it. The continuing misadventures of neurotic New York City stand-up comedian Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> What's happening? Do you want me to read it? <laughs> Do you have it? Yeah, I have it written out. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I will do my best. Okay, the IMDb blurb is the continuing misadventures of neurotic New York City stand-up comedian Jerry Seinfeld and his equally neurotic New York City friends. (laughs) Oh, that was a journey. Yeah, well... Also, can is. you live in New York without being like the like neurotic defined as neurotic? <laughs> I don't know. You tell <laughs> us. Requisite. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think that's pretty uh, accurate. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I kind of came up with my own tagline. Oh, go ahead. It's not. I don't. I didn't find it on anything like official. But this is the show that has always been called the show about nothing. 
Yeah. And it's kind of was like revolutionary, first of its kind, true sitcom, post like 70s family funny sitcoms of like mm-hmm. just silliness and nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing going on. So that's true. That's what it was. That was what it was notoriously called the show about nothing. Yeah. What's um? here's a fun fact. Mm-hmm. The original script was called Stand Up. Did you read that? I did. I read that too. <laughs> oh, look at us okay. doing our homework. They're all from IMDb. Yeah. Uh, it was to be a 90-minute mockumentary about how a stand-up comedian writes his jokes based on his everyday life. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to air in place of Saturday Night Live, which mm. is interesting, just for one night. But then NBC liked it so much that they like made a pilot out of it. And here we yeah. are. Well, I heard, I think it was Jerry who said 90 minutes is too long for this. I think it should be 30 minutes. And that kind of how it became a pilot episode. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. I might be wrong. Don't quote me on I that. I never, qu- never question never. your, your <laughs> I'm a no, very credible it. source. You're credible. Yeah. I knew about Seinfeld before today, so yeah. I'm credible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Cast and characters. I mean, main guy, Jerry Seinfeld. Not uh, Steinfeld. Not uh, not <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> okay, Seinfeld. Uh, he plays himself. Like, he's literally himself. And in the show, we see his stand-up, and it's just him, which is yeah. fine. Um, it, there's Jason Alexander, and he's the actor that plays George Costanza, which is, like, he's his best friend. And um, it was interesting because <laughs> did you also read this piece of trivia that said that it was a running gag that Jerry Seinfeld couldn't act? Yeah, I wrote that one down. And so then they made sure to like have really strong supporting actors. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. they chose Jason Alexander because he was experienced. He had been on Broadway. He can certainly act. <laughs> so but then- can he dance? Uh, have okay. you seen Rodgers and Hammerstein's <laughs> version of Cinderella? Is he in it? Who is he in that? Oh, he's like the prince's uh, guy. The prince is having a ball. That guy. He says that? Yeah, he sings the whole song. Oh, okay. Mm. Cool. Well, all, right. all right. No, I'm and, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, there's the super famous character, Kramer. Played by Michael Richards. Did you notice that they don't refer to him as Kramer in the episode, though? Yes, I did. Because that was, like, the only other character I knew of before of, like, watching the actual episode. And I was like, wait, is his name Kessler? Is it Kramer? Did they call him Kessler? He, he right? I think Jerry refers to him as Kessler when he walks into the oh. room at the first time. He does. Yeah, he's like, Kessler. And at first I was like, is that a reference to something else? And so I looked it up. And because this was just the pilot before it really was signed or whatever, um, Larry David, the creator, he had like a neighbor or someone who like worked across from him whose name was Kramer. And Mm. the character is pretty much based off of him. And they kind of needed his permission or whatever. um, So they didn't call him Kramer until the real Kramer was okay with it. So they just called him Kessler. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. Do you know what episode they switch it to kramer no probably the second one yeah i don't know i've started i I thought you were gonna 
say it. <laughs> no, she's putting. Oh it no, I I honestly don't know. I haven't seen past the first episode. So. I think I think we should uh definitely even though she's not in the pilot episode. Do you want to? Uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus plays mm-hmm. Elaine. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she's not in the pilot episode, and I had no idea about that. I like watched the whole thing, and I was like, uh, excuse me. Yeah, I know it's kind of bizarre. I have found a fun fact on that one. I'm oh, sure go. you have it down too. I so did. Elaine was not originally part of the series. During development, development, NBC expressed concern that the series would be too male centric, which I agreed. When mm-hmm. I was watching it, I was like, "Ooh, you definitely miss her." And became insistent on including a regular female character. The network was also said to make the casting request as a condition for picking up the series. Mm-hmm. So it's so interesting because you can't. I mean, I did grow up with my parents watching Seinfeld, and I've watched a lot of episodes and it's Mm -hmm. like I wouldn't say it's like in my top favorite shows but when it's on I'll watch it and I can't imagine that show without her yeah because she really holds her own comedically I feel like Mm -hmm. and so it's interesting that they didn't have besides the waitress they only had her and in fact the waitress I think was meant to be like a running character but Mm -hmm. she wasn't strong so well and also it's rumored that she offended Larry David by rewriting her lines. <laughs> GTFO. I'll cut that out. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. I've always loved Elaine because one of my middle names is Elaine. Oh, yeah. Mm, just one of them. Um, And really, that's it. I mean, there's like, yeah, there's the waitress and there's another woman, but that's all that we care about, right? Yeah, especially in the pilot. And I think like when you think of Seinfeld, there's like specific characters that are reoccurring. Mm -hmm. So you have like Newman and like Jerry's parents and Uh um, which Jerry Stiller. Who does he play? Jerry Stiller plays like George's George's dad, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's um, like John O'Hurley, isn't he? He's Mm -hmm. like George's boss or something. And then there's like... The guy, <laughs> I never know his name, but he's always like really squinty and has a deep voice like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the guy who plays Kronk. Yes. And he is, I think, Elaine's boyfriend. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I've always known him. I mean, like, again, I can't even say his name right now, None but it's like, <laughs> he's Elaine's boyfriend and whatever. Yeah. Um, this show was like monumental for so many like following sitcom sitcoms mm-hmm. uh so i'm excited to talk about the plot of this pilot yeah. episode are we ready i think we are ready are you ready camille let's do it all right so picture this we're in new york city in a stand-up show and we have jerry seinfeld doing his like it's just so funny sorry it's just to me it's so funny to like not know that song like for the first time like and jerry's like very uh stereotypical like way of doing stand-up but that's how the show starts out is like him telling jokes and basically it cuts then to him and george at a restaurant and a diner and that is kind of the backdrop of the whole series is this is where they meet up can i tell you a fun fact about that okay so you know the you know so they didn't use it in the in the um pilot episode but they have like the, you know, outside shot of the restaurant. Right. That's where I went when I graduated for my, um, with my master's degree. We went to that restaurant because nobody else was going there. And it's not the same on the inside, but they use that outside shot. However, yeah. 
my group of friends, shout out to all my New York friends, we used to go to a diner randomly in like Manhattan. And I think we just like picked it out of nowhere. And that was the diner that Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld came up with the idea of Seinfeld. Is that so cool? Yeah. That's cool. So I I think that's one of the things I like about it is that it really is a show about nothing, but (laughs) at the same time, it's very New York because Mm -hmm. New York has a lot of nothing. So they're sitting at the table, the waitress comes over, they're talking about, I don't even know, like a girl who Jerry met on the road and she's coming to visit him. Mm -hmm. And it's just this classic conversation about literally nothing where George is like, no, she didn't, she doesn't actually want to come see you. And it's this back and forth. And then, yeah. What happens after that, Anna Marie? Actually, let's have Cammy go. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like we've all had that conversation. Yeah. Like you like someone and you're going to dissect every single thing they mm-hmm. say, what yeah. it means, what it signifies. Yeah. And so it really is about nothing. And it's like, well, we've all been there. We've all had that conversation on a weekly, monthly, annual basis, depending on how often you date or like someone. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So often for us all. Um, I think that's a good point. And the funny part is it's like between two men. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is like written by men. So obviously there's like realism within that. So Basically, George kind of convinces Jerry, like, yeah, she she just said she was coming, but that doesn't mean she wants to be with you. You're ridiculous, whatever. <laughs> so then, um, I can't remember, does it jump to him out of the next? So they go to the laundromat. Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> I love that, where he's like, come with me, come with me, so I can switch my laundry to the dryer. Okay. He cute. was like, be a go with me guy. Yeah. <laughs> or come yeah. with me guy. <laughs> yeah. So they're at the laundromat. Again show about nothing they're just there jerry always has some sort of commentary about everything like the people with the stuff detergent and stuff like in his basket or whatever and then they get on the commerce the topic again of this woman george is like trying to convince jerry that there are these signals like you know there are these signs that this woman's putting out and that jerry's just not getting that like she's gonna be there but doesn't she's not really interested in him and like that's the whole thing and then uh, george like opens the dryer and then the clothes are dry (laughs) that's the whole scene you know i think like one of the things i loved about that scene is i don't think i went to a laundromat with another person one time while i was in new york (laughs) because there's nothing (laughs) worse than doing laundry at the laundromat in new york i hated it but yes it is funny mm-hmm. but i think it's interesting because friends has a scene like that too where they're like at the laundromat and mm-hmm. well i That's feel like true. it's very similar to friends and the whole a friend group in new york city mm-hmm. home base of a cafe mm-hmm. where they just chit chat with each other about nothing about nothing Ooh, interesting getting yeah. ahead of ourselves there oh, sorry no no worries about that um okay so i think what's interesting too about this episode is it like weaves in and out of Real life to stand up and real life Mm -hmm. to stand up. And I'm pretty sure that's like consistent through the whole series. It's not. In in season one, it's really big. Like how in this pilot episode, it like starts with him. There's like a couple scenes and then it goes back to the stand up. It's like we see him three or four times doing stand up through this pilot episode. Then as the show progresses through its nine seasons, they stop that. And it Mm -hmm. really just starts 
and ends with his yeah. stand-up. And it's really just like those like really funny lines that he says, which is uh arguable. But then and then there's like more plot. And I feel like the directors and the creators were like, Yeah, we want it to be about a stand-up, but also it's taking away from the plot. So it kind of yeah. winds down mm-hmm. as you go through the series. That's interesting because I've only seen the first episode and I assumed the whole show was like, here's a bit and this is real life, how it becomes his Mm -hmm. stand up skit Mm -hmm. set. Mm -hmm. So it's like the laundromat. And then the next thing we see is him at stand up talking about laundry. and So I thought it was kind of like, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought it was very much real life. And this is how he becomes. This is how he determines what he's going to have his stand up comedy about. But. That's a good point, though, because I feel like when you're watching it, it kind of is distracting. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're kind of invo- invested in the storyline, but then it, like, all of a sudden jumps to his stand-up, and you're like, okay. <laughs> I know, it's cool. true. So, anyway, his stand-up ends. He's in his apartment. Um, the This is when we meet Kramer, even though we've mentioned that he goes by Kessler in this pilot episode, <laughs> but he comes in um, and <laughs> honestly, I think he is the funniest character. And in this scene, do you remember he like holds up two slices of bread and he's like, gotta <laughs> meat. <laughs> it's like one in the morning. And he just like comes into his neighbor's apartment asking for meat to make a sandwich. Um, So really the, biggest part of that scene is the phone rings also one in the morning and it's the woman and i think her name is laura essentially she's asking to be picked up from the airport and he's like oh yeah totally like jerry's like kind of excited because she's actually calling him and she wants to stay at his apartment so he's like okay this woman is interested in me so yeah Next. <laughs> like the best part about this show is like truly like what else can we talk about let's just like wrap this up one of my favorite parts of it is when I watched this so I watched it today at lunch and so I don't know when like I think it's like when he's waiting for her to come or they're waiting to pick her up at the at airport the no no at his apartment it's before they leave to go to the airport or something and then Kramer's dog jumps in on <laughs> And I don't think there's a dog throughout the whole thing, but also the first thought I had was, oh, that dog's probably dead. (laughs) Such dark humor. Well, we do that a lot in TV shows where I'm like, if I've watched a movie and it's like an animal, the movie's like 30 years old, I'm like, oh, that dog or cat is probably dead. Is that so (laughs) dark? It is. We should unpack that later yeah okay yeah let's do it later i don't have time for it tonight but we can schedule it for later yeah that'll be good i mean i don't really want to cry tonight so (laughs) i don't want to cry again so okay all right let's let's get through this so uh george (laughs) sorry (laughs) let's just come on let's just power through i think george is like the only one with a car and so he is the one who's driving and like goes to the airport with jerry Back in the day when you can actually go to the gate. So they're standing mm-hmm. at the gate. Jerry's still freaking out. Like, does she want to be here with me or not? Um, and George is like, it'll be fine. It's all like, it'll be clear when she arrives. And it's all in the greeting. Like, is she going to give you a hug? Anything <laughs> near the lips? Like, it's all good. It's all good, you know? 
And then <laughs> immediately this woman comes up behind Jerry and like, uh, how do you say it? Just like covers his eyes. What do you call that? Is that a thing? Is there a name for that? Um, We're like, guess who? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Peek-a-boo? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it? Okay. Anyway, she comes up behind him, sneaks up and is like, guess who? Or whatever. And then he turns around and they're like, oh, it's you. And <laughs> they hold each other's hands <laughs> and they're just like shaking each other's hands or something like they look like little tiny schoolgirls. i don't even know and it's just and then george is like in the background he's like i don't know like i don't know what this means <laughs> um and then they go back to his apartment it's kind of an awkward situation but she's like making herself more at home mm-hmm. she asks for wine so then jerry's like oh yeah the phone rings <laughs> quite Go ahead. It's for her at his apartment. Isn't that weird? It's so weird that it it's for her. Also, how did how did someone like who did she give his number to? You know, I mean, we exactly. find out who. Yeah, so it's like she's on the phone. I thought she was on the phone with a like a girl friend, like checking up on her or whatever. And then it gets a little awkward because Jerry's literally right there <laughs> during the whole combo. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm here. Oh, oh, it's fine. I'll stay here tomorrow night. No, I don't want to talk about that. Anyway, she hangs up. Immediately, she's like, never get engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. And then Jerry's like, you're engaged. He just repeats, you're, you're engaged. engaged. You're engaged. I committed to a five-hour boat ride. You're engaged. <laughs> yep. I would never commit to a five-hour boat ride with anyone. I Not even you, you guys. Okay. I would throw up. Dude. I would throw up. What about a cruise? That's different. Ani, I would go on a five-hour boat ride with you. Hmm. Ugh, me too. You I mean, we went fun. on a boat ride last year in Charleston. Yeah, but it was like a 30-minute boat ride. To a location. It could have been five hours. Remember when I did the Charleston? In Charleston? I do. You did the Charleston. Remember when that kid, never mind, ate the M&M's weird? Do you remember that? That's disgusting. No. Um, anyway, end of episode, he's doing his stand-up and he's talking about, I don't understand women. Okay. That's it. Yeah. It's like, yuck, yuck, yuck. Anyways. Okay. Well. Um, I have one more fun fact that I thought was kind of interesting can lead us into the reviews, if you want. Yeah. Go ahead. So Larry David famously, I didn't know this, instituted a policy of, quote, no hugging, no learning, meaning that the show must avoid sentimentality. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Third time's a charm. Titular. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sentimentality sentimentality and moral lessons and the characters must never learn or grow from their wrongdoings which i find so interesting i never thought of it because i've watched that show and like the characters are awful throughout like none of them learn anything they're just always these selfish like Mm -hmm. people and that was another thing i read where people were like yeah that that the fact is that like everybody liked Seinfeld because you could relate to these like flawed characters mm-hmm. even though they're awful the whole time so yeah. yeah which I feel like is only acceptable in like a sitcom type show yeah or like a cartoon 
where it's like more focused on the comedy. I feel like any other type yeah. of show, it's like you want that progression, that character development. Yeah. The only show I can think of that's like that, that I've watched in the last like 15 years is like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Because I can't think of it. Even Friends, they had like relationships. The IT crowd. You're right. That's it. That's See, the IT another crowd. comedy. Yeah, that's very true. You're right. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, any thoughts before we go into reviews and ratings? Um, it just felt very like piloty. <laughs> it is true. That is true. I agree. I feel like it's like any other comedy show where it really takes probably a couple yeah. episodes to get their like groove yeah. as far as jokes and mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. I think so too. For sure. Yep. Ani, you have any thoughts on it? Um, no, there were some really interesting, like fun facts or Mm -hmm. pieces of trivia that I enjoyed. I mean, as I was reading these facts, it's, it, it was just so apparent. Like this show was huge. Oh yeah. There's like other sitcoms and other shows were fashioned after it. They Mm -hmm. like refer to it. I mean, still to this day. And yet, this was the pilot episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> wasn't well, surprised. and it almost didn't get picked up. Like, after yes. the first episode, I don't think mm-hmm. it fared well with. And then it was like a producer, someone that was like, let's do four more episodes, see if we can get some traction. And that's yeah. why this season one is so short. Yeah, there's only five episodes in season one. The first episode was in 89. And then the other ones, they restarted in 91. So they took a really long wow. break before they like started up again. So like a two year gap. Interesting. I know. Um, let's go on to our ratings. Okay. Ready? Sounds good. Hey everyone. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And Brittany, tell them how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. There you go. It's been easy for us. It's been great. We're really grateful for Spotify for Podcasters. Yes. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And the best part of this, Anna Marie, you want to know what it is? I do. It's totally free with no catch. (gasps) And ever since we've been using Spotify for Podcasters, it's been really nice to be able to upload it to different platforms. And we really love it, right? Yep, we highly recommend it. Give it a try. You can download the app, Spotify for Podcasters, or just go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. I actually looked up for the pilot episode itself. Mm-hmm. has a 7.4 rating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Overall, for the entire show, 8.9. That's a huge jump. It is. It's higher than Fringe. That's true. Sorry. I like to Yeah, but Fringe is airtight and (laughs) Seinfeld is not, you know? (laughs) Kessler, Kramer. 
dog, no dog. That is not airtight. <laughs> Elaine, no Elaine. His apartment is different. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like it, in a, the pilot, yeah. there's a he opens his door and you can see a poster of Cuba in the background. But then in later episodes, it's Kramer's apartment. So hmm, interesting. They a lot. Hmm. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes overall um, is eighty nine percent for Tomato Meter from critics. And 92% from audience members. And then even just if you narrow it down to like season one, they don't really have the first episode rating, but just Mm -hmm. season one. Mm -hmm. So five episodes, Um, 76% tomato meter and 81% audience. So it's like still really high, which um, good, good, good for it. I think uh, people are pretty nostalgic for Seinfeld too. Like I said, my parents watched it every whatever night it came on Thursday or whatever up until like the very end, like they watched every episode. Mm-hmm. And so, and we would watch it, but it was like, meh. I mean, it's like what our parents watch. But then as I've yeah. gotten older, there's certain shows like Frasier, which I know is mama's jam. I love Frasier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then like everybody loves Raymond. That was a show I loved. Like there's just, there's, but like, Seinfeld, I feel like, was kind of the catalyst for a lot of these kinds yeah. of shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's true. like a very quintessential '90s sitcom. So That's true. I think people, when they when they rate it, they think of like that nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's probably how people will view The Office, mm-hmm. like twenty years from now, mm-hmm. for our generation. I would think. Yeah, for sure. Because off the office, or like the friend or friends or something. Yeah, like both of those shows were huge in the day, and then now they're like they have such a following because people loved it back then, and now people love it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like even kids, I mean, kids even uh-huh. know about the office, even though I mean it hasn't been on for many years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So speaking of. You make a good point that a lot of reviews and ratings are like recent, even though the show ended in like 98. Mm -hmm. So I went back and I found a review. I tried to find a review literally from the beginning. Ooh. And the best one I could find, or really it was from Time Magazine. So I was like, okay, reliable, right? Like credible. Um, this is from the summer of 92. Hmm. And so it had been like over a year since the show even started. And I just have a few quotes that I thought were interesting. So it just describes uh, Seinfeld isn't the first TV show to say celebrities are neurotic pills, <laughs> but it is certainly the most convincing. So it talks about how like nothing really happens and Jerry is just neurotic i mean i guess that's the word that they just it just keeps coming up gosh um but seinfeld the character remains curiously weightless a viewer Mm -hmm. can relate to seinfeld in all the little ways but none of the big ones Hmm. which makes him a good once a week companion Hmm. i thought that was interesting that is interesting i mean he he definitely feels like a boy next door type of character like mm. he's in like the baseball tee he's in the sweatshirts wherever like george is in the suit mm-hmm. the button-up shirt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah the khakis you know it's like very yeah. much a more relatable character it seems like they're trying to portray definitely all right Brittany, why don't you go first and then cammy and then yeah. i'll follow a okay. baby sandwich baby <laughs> cammy got any meat 
<laughs> the way he put his whole body into the fridge. I think that's a I think that's a recurring thing too. He like always opens his fridge and takes food out of it and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um okay, so our ratings are based off of four main categories. We have the characters, okay? We have the music or the score. Mm-hmm. We have the plot or the storyline or the script we changed like you're not using any of the words that we usually use but okay what are you talking about what do we usually use (laughs) we go acting soundtrack script jesus acting okay sorry let me try that again we do it out of four categories acting sound script oh my god i mean the fourth one is the only one we care about makes me want to watch it more no it's my i want to do that okay you get to do it okay makes me want to watch it more I think we should get that on a t-shirt. Let's let's talk about this now. Okay, let me re-back up. Acting. Soundtrack. Script. Makes me want to watch it more. That was Cammy. And then um, just our overall score out of flames. Five flames. Is that... Is that does that work, Ani? Yeah, good job. Is that better? Does that meet your criteria? Yeah. Okay, good. A plus. Okay, A plus. Um, okay, so I'm going to say for acting, I'm going to give it a two and a half. Um, I feel like for this first episode, I was like, okay, it's like overacting. Mm, let me take it back. I'm going to say three because the acting I feel like is over the top, but I think it probably matches what the show is. So I'm going to give it three flames. Soundtrack, I'm going to give it three and a half. Mm, I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> Do you like how I do it? Soundtrack of what? The song. I love the. And I read that it's a different song every time in the opening. Yeah, they do something slightly different every time. Yeah. They recorded a bunch of different ones. For nine seasons? I don't know if it's every time, but they recorded a bunch of them. I mean, they're pulling a succession there. Yeah. Well, no, that's the same. Oh. You know how they like the different variants? Yes. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I like it. What did I say? I think you landed on four. I'm going to say four. Okay. (laughs) Then I'm going to say the script. I think it's clever. I think the idea of like life based off of or um, stand up based off of life and like where a comedian gets their ideas for Mm -hmm. like jokes or where, you know, stories are kind of come up. I I thought it was clever. So I'm going to say four and a half for that one. I liked it. I thought it was entertaining. I love the idea that it's literally about nothing. I think actually like for a show that's about nothing, I think that the the writers actually probably did a a lot of planning for this show and a lot of writing for this show to make it truly about nothing. And to me, that's like a huge feat. And I don't know. I think other shows have replicated it, but not at the same level. Makes me want to watch it more. I'm also, I think for, hmm, I think for like nostalgic reasons, I'm going to say four because I don't think I've watched it all the way through. So as I watched this first episode, I was like, hey, I actually do want to watch the next episode because I want to see when Elaine is introduced, which is in the second episode. Um, And so overall, that's going to be about four Honoree, what's the math? I forget what you said, but it's going to be less than four because you had some threes. I'm going to do a 3.75. I think it... Like for, Based on the median number, it's That's a 75%. Like, 
Yeah, I would say it's a 75% the pilot episode. The whole show is probably much higher, but for the pilot episode, like we said, this is a very piloty episode. So for me, 3.75 flames out of five. I think that's solid. Thanks. Okay, Cammie. I'll give the acting three. I feel like it wasn't terrible. It wasn't good either, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Like it was just average, which I feel like I feel that way about a lot of aspects of the show mm-hmm. like it's nothing groundbreaking for me but it's also not not fun to watch yeah so I feel like the acting is fine soundtrack I'm gonna have to go one <laughs> I am not a fan of a laugh track and I don't oh. even care if it's like in front of a live audience mm-hmm. I just like I don't like the whole laugh track behind I think that's why I probably don't like sitcoms that much to yeah. be honest <laughs> and the little opening scenes whatever you call it what do you even call that? I don't know. The opening, opening credits? Sound, sound bits? Sound, sound bits. The opening credit sound bits. No. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, plot-wise, I'm going to give it a four. I feel like, similar to what Brittany said, the show about nothing, like, I was still entertained, which I feel like if a show did that nowadays, I'd be like, why am I wasting my time watching someone, watching two people discuss a call from a girl like I was definitely entertained with just like the everyday life I would keep watching it because of that which brings me to make me want to watch it more um I'd probably give it a three (laughs) will I seek it out probably not but if it was on the tv like I would have it in the background I would continue to watch it and hearing that they do less of the stand-up bits and more of like the actual real life bits Mm -hmm. I would it makes me want to watch it more than I would have said otherwise. Because I thought it was like very much like every five minutes is like a little stand-up bit. And I think that's what turns me off a little bit is yeah. the stand-up portion. Yeah. Just because I'm not a huge stand-up comedian. I don't laugh very often when it comes to stand-up comedy. So it's like I'd rather watch an actual show and be entertained in that way. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So overall, I don't know what that mathematically gives us. But I would give it like a 3.25 maybe. Where it's, like, definitely better than halfway, you know? Like, it's more than a three, but I don't think it's warranted a four by any means. But mm-hmm. I would watch okay. it if it was on. I think that's yeah. a fair assessment. I yeah, like I it. agree. All right. For acting, I think we're all we're all very similar. Um, for acting, I gave 3.5. We've already said the acting, it's not that it's not great or whatever it's just kind of annoying like jerry he's he just yells all the time which i guess is jerry seinfeld and oh what do you whatever and everyone like who does like impressions they just know i mean oh that's jerry seinfeld george is always yelling and it's just like oh george just calm down so it's a little annoying i don't think that the actors were super I mean, I don't think that the characters were that um, developed in this show. And I think that goes back to just going back and forth between the stand-up and the plot. That it's like, there was barely any storyline. So we, like, didn't really get to know the characters that much. Yeah. Um, So 3.5. Soundtrack or score or whatever. (laughs) I gave it a 3. And yes, it's really only based off of the famous Seinfeld. I don't even know what instrument. What instrument is that? Oh, like some I guitar. Think it's a bass. I think it's a bass. Yeah. I mean, that is something just like uh, the Law and Order, don't don't mm-hmm. type of sound. Mm-hmm. It's like 
you can play that for nearly anyone maybe above the age of like 25 or whatever and whether or not they've seen the show it's like they're gonna recognize it right yeah like that's 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 pretty powerful but other than that there's not any like music or anything so it could also be an na for the score the script i gave it a 5.5 uh no what i gave it a A 3.5 could you imagine (laughs) you cannot imagine no i gave it a 3.5 Honestly, nothing happens in this episode. It could be boiled down to just three sentences of what happened. And um, I did not like his stand-up. One, I don't think it's that funny. And two, it, <laughs> I agree. It does not hold up with today's no, uh, uh, morals and like social whatever we say i mean some of the things that he was like saying about women and stuff i'm like can you stop talking and whatever it just seemed really insensitive and i think maybe back in the day that was funny even though we should have been more aware but it's whatever so 3.5 it's actually kind of high maybe makes me want to watch it more i gave it three out of five hmm yeah even though i have watched more (laughs) (laughs) And I've seen a lot of Seinfeld, just like not from the beginning. And so I was like, so disappointed with this pilot. I thought, oh, Seinfeld's going to be so funny. I'm glad we're going to do it. And then I was like, that's the pilot. There's no Elaine. So maybe the fact that there is no Elaine and I know that she's in the show makes me want to watch it more. But I think the pilot itself, like, I can't even imagine if I were watching this in 89 or I don't even know when, 91, if I was alive. And if, like, it came out weekly, like, would I actually want to watch it? Probably not. Um, But now I do want to see how it, like, develops into this amazing show that, like, America loves, you know? So, overall, I'm just going to give it a three out of five. Uh, It's really famous, but the pilot sucks. (laughs) That's my tagline. That should be the tagline. (laughs) really famous but the pilot sucks i i mean i think that's a perfect place to end it right true words have not been spoken in the past hour it's amazing okay well there's seinfeld you can watch all of the episodes of seinfeld on uh, netflix um maybe skip the first episode yeah. and start with episode two so yeah you get a lane. yeah i think or maybe just start in season two season two maybe yeah that's probably good because honestly i i don't think you need i think you can start on any episode it seems like the type of show where you could just jump in yeah definitely it did make me very uh, nostalgic for new york you know like there was parts of it that i was like oh i do miss the ridiculousness of like living in new york or living in i don't know having like a group of friends that you just i don't know walk into each other's house and Meet steal up their at, meat steal their meat and, eat, <laughs> and you know meet up at a diner and all that kind of stuff so yeah definitely Anyways. it did make me think of you while watching it yeah. i was like if i lived in new york i would love to watch this okay should we talk about next week yeah okay everyone um i'm excited about next week we are going to be watching the pilot episode of one of my favorite shows on tv right now it's in its final season which is you know really timely but we're going to be watching the pilot episode of succession um i'm intrigued for you to watch this honor marie Uh it is 
definitely not an our Venn diagram, but I'm intrigued to see what you think about it. Okay, um, do you need to give me any warnings? Like I was mad at you for the last There's show. a lot of swearing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about rich, awful humans who are billionaires. Oh, eat the rich. But I, yeah, exactly. You know how I feel about that. So yeah. Um, where, yeah. So we'll, where can we stream it? We can stream Succession on HBO Max. I feel like we've done a, quite a few HBO shows, but I'm good with that. Um, so we should get HBO to sponsor you. We should get HBO and IMDb. HBO. <laughs> Always a timely <laughs> miscongeniality quote thrown in every once in a while. I mean, we started with a I know. quote. We might as well end with the quote. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Well, this will definitely not be the last time um, our baby is on the part- podcast with us. So look forward to the future episodes. We'll actually do a show that you like next time. <laughs> I mean, I liked this show. It's just if you gave me 10 shows, I Seinfeld would probably be at the bottom of the It list. would definitely be 10th. I think it's only because like I didn't grow up with sure, it. So yeah. it's like I don't have that nostalgia yeah. familiarity. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And okay. I enjoyed being here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I'm glad that you were here and everything you shared. You're so wise. We learn from you all the time. Uh, love you so much. Wise beyond my years. Yeah, we that do is love true. I mean, I am the big 3 now, so. She is 30 now. Welcome to the decade. 30, flirty, and thriving, baby. Oof. All right, well, on that note. <laughs> I think that's a good uh, sign off. So we'll see you guys next week. I mean, we'll talk to you guys next week and uh, look forward to uh, watching Succession ahead of time. Okay. Alrighty. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Also, I think Anna Marie froze. No. Yeah, I think she did. Oh, oh okay. You just held that face for a really <laughs> long time. Also, it did make like a weird like delay oh, sound maybe I did while freeze. you were giving the spiel. Um, anyways, okay. Oh. See, I think I froze. Oh. <laughs> no, I did that. <laughs> oh, you did that on purpose. You went. Uh, okay. I went. You were like mid-sneeze. Oh, my god. All gosh. right.